Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, September 26, 2022. Today on the Ether, Angel Protocol 2.0 launches. Come and hear the team explain more about it. Let's take a listen. Okay, we're two two minutes in. I'm sure there'll be um, some more people joining us uh, very very shortly. Um, welcome you to to our Twitter space today, um, and. Um, I think we should be able to get started in a second. Uh, my name's Tim. I work on the, the marketing and also the charity onboarding. So I work a lot with the charities that um, are uh, benefiting from Angel Protocol. Um, well, this year, all the way through this year, really. And it's really been a great opportunity. It's really been a great privilege just to see some of the things that they've been doing with the funds that have been donated to them. Um, it really is great. And also just hearing from them their vision for the future and how they're looking forwards and how they're looking forward to working with people in the in the, the blockchain world um, to help them move forward as, as well as charities. Um, but today we're going to hear a lot from Chauncey um, about the um, some of the past, but more about the future. Uh, as you will know, as you will have seen from some of the uh, communications, we've relaunched the marketplace today, which has just gone live. Um, we're adding more um, functionality to it over the next few hours. Um, so, but you can actually visit there and donate. Uh, we haven't yet linked that up to the main website, but do take a look at the main website, which is angelprotocol.io, because that's also been revamped over the past week. Uh, lots more information in there about not only what we're, what we're doing, uh, what we've done, but also, again, what we're aiming to do for the future. And it's really important that, you, you know, please do visit, take a look, um, read the, the articles that are linked there um, and just have a look at the vision that we have for the future. Um, so we'll have the, um, the marketplace linked there as well. Um, but so we're, we're really pleased that, you know, the work the tech team have, has put in um, to be able to relaunch. And I know Chauncey is going to be able to talk a little bit more about that. So so um, the agenda for today really is to, to have a, a bit of a, uh, a primer about the relaunch, what's going on for the future. Um, a quick update from Mainnet. Chauncey uh, spent three days last week at Mainnet. I know we've got quite a few of, of our team members are at Cosmoverse at the moment. Um, we'll also just hear a little bit more about the Validator and the Angel Alliance, and then also some of the plans for the Galactic Angels. Um, so there's a lot to get through today in the hour. Uh, we'll also have the opportunity for, for questions as well. If you do want to um, ask a question, please just put your hands up and then we'll, you know, in the, in the, the meet and then we'll try and get you, um, uh, we'll try and get you online to, for a question as well. So um, in, in the meantime, I shall hand over to Chauncey um, and he'll be able to take us through just some of the things that are happening at the moment with the relaunch and the future. Chauncey. Hey, all. Thank you very much for joining us today. Um, so it is an exciting day for Angel. Uh, we are getting our charity marketplace up and launched again on Juno. Uh, that will be live on Mainnet in uh, just a few hours here. Um, so with that, I want to talk through a little bit, you know, um, kind of what's happened, where we're going from here. And so the big news for today is uh, the ability once again for nonprofits around the world to uh, sign up for Angel Protocol for free, um, get a free fundraising page where they can accept uh, crypto donations um, and have access to an endowment fund. 
So uh, with that, um, as of today, you're going to be able to browse the charity marketplace again. You're going to be able to contribute to charities all over the world. Uh, a number of them are, are doing important work on the ground, responding to, to current acute needs. Um, so uh, some may have heard there are uh, there are numerous issues uh, with with weather catastrophes in, in Bangladesh, in Puerto Rico, in the Philippines, um, all separately, uh, all within the last uh, last couple weeks here, and um, we have organizations doing work in all of those areas. So I uh, highly encourage everyone to to um, get on later today, go in and support organizations like uh, CORE, uh, Emergency Relief, um, Yellow Boat of Hope in the Philippines, uh, and of course, uh, a lot of amazing charities on Angel Protocol that are, are doing work every day. Um, so yeah, uh, just really, really excited to be able to open that avenue again because if if angel protocol stands for for one thing um it's it's democratizing access to opportunity uh trying to break down these barriers so that these organizations can get access to the type of fundraising they need um so you know in that spirit uh we don't charge uh, organizations anything to sign up for for angel protocol uh, we don't charge anything for them to accept crypto donations so if you're an organization anywhere in the world uh looking for funding for for the important work that you're doing um please you know talk to us go check out our new website uh, angelprotocol.io uh, and we can get you uh, easily registered for the the charity marketplace where you're discoverable by um, by donors all over the world. Uh, and this is really just the first step in in a lot that we have planned and are building out. Um, not just uh, restoring what we once had um, when we were previously launched, but really rolling out a whole lot of new functionality that we've been discussing with our partners and are quite excited about. So I think uh, one thing I can talk through is just the timeline, right, of what to expect from Angel Protocol, uh, not only today, uh, but going forward, right? So um, today, uh, the, the big milestone is the marketplace being available for donations again. Uh, the next step is uh, enabling all of the different yield sources we have planned for our endowment accounts to, uh, to grow their balances over time. And so the first yield sources that we've connected to um, are yield sources available on Juno, uh, where we'll be relaunching. Um, those yield sources, while built out already, have not yet been audited. Uh, so we uh, didn't want to go live with any unaudited code. Um, so those yield sources are going to be added in uh, within the next month or so pending audit. Um, and then we're actively building out the IBC connections to other types of yield sources across Cosmos. So uh, the first yield sources to follow the, the Juno yields uh, will be things like Astroport uh, because they're currently offering uh, stable stable pools. So that's one of the least volatile sources of yield that our charities can tap into. Um, so we're eager, uh, you know, after phase one of Juno yield to have phase two of overall Cosmos yield. Uh, and then the next exciting step from there will be uh, phase three, which is really um, the full world of yield. But uh, what I what I mean specifically is once we have Juno and Cosmos, the next step is to tap into uh, Ethereum and EVM compatible yields. So we're already talking to a number of partners in terms of index or uh, yield sources to tap into. And we're really focusing on real world assets. So this is all going to be enabled by things like cross-chain message passing that groups like Axlar are working on and we're, uh, we're actively building on their infrastructure, um, along with, uh, with router protocol is also doing important work in this area. And the yield sources we're looking to tap into are real-world asset yields. So what we'd like is for our yield sources to be impact-oriented, uh, and we'd also like them to be sustainable and as uncorrelated from the overall crypto markets as possible. So in that spirit, uh, some of the partners we're talking to actively include uh, Goldfinch. Uh, they do emerging market lending. And so we're building the rails to tap into their yield, which is really based on actual uh, financial loans being made uh, that are, again, uncorrelated from crypto yields, but made available for DeFi investors. So uh, with that, our charity endowments will be able to be powered by a yield source that is both ethos aligned because it is impact lending in emerging markets, 
uh, as well as uh, highly competitive uh, because that's around 15% yield uh, when the, the traditional endowment target is around 5 to 6% after fees. Uh, so more than double what traditional market endowments offer. Um, and then finally, uh, you know, lesson learned from our past is being overly reliant on any one yield source and especially yield sources that are, are very dependent on the whims of the crypto market. Uh, so with this, we'll also be able to tap into a yield source that uh, really is market agnostic and provides a safe return for our nonprofits um, throughout time. So I'd love to, to speak to any questions or elaborate on any of that as needed. Thank, thank, thanks, John C. Um, in, the, in the past, people were able to donate to, um, to charities using, um, using uh, Luna and UST. Um, what are people able to, or how are people able to donate now? And are there any plans to, um, to offer fiat donations? Absolutely. Great question. Um, so uh, as with most things, there's the, the right now answer and the um, soon to be answer. So the right now launch uh, currencies that we're accepting um, include uh, anything. On, so on the, the Juno network, uh, both Juno and Axel USDC um, will also be accepting um, Ethereum uh, and Ethereum stable coins like USDC and USDT. Uh, as well as BNB. So that will be the day one, like as of today, uh, currencies being accepted. Um, but soon uh, we're going to be able to accept a full host of, of currencies really cross-chain uh, and including fiat as well. So we're working with, uh, with CadoPay. Uh, for on and off ramp solutions uh, that will allow us to uh, accept um, direct, uh, direct fiat funding, as well as allow our charities to off-ramp directly to, to bank accounts. So very excited for the developments in that area uh, and for our organizations to be able to accept really any currency, whether digital or, or non-digital. Excellent. And as I look at the marketplace, I can see that people can can um, obviously use different wallets to uh, to connect up. So they've got Kepler, XDFi, MetaMask, TerraStation, uh, Wallet Connect, Binance Wallet are on there uh, all at the moment. Um, so yeah, the um, you know this the interchain thing is really important. Um, is is that also important for the future uh, interchain and not being just on one? Or how how does that affect things? A hundred percent. I mean, so what we do really is provide the benefits of DeFi while abstracting away the complexities. Uh, and for our end users, um, really, it shouldn't matter what chain. From a front end user experience perspective, uh, people will go to Angel Protocol. We're going to be tapped into a variety of chains to offer any type of either Cosmos IBC or EVM compatible yield sources. Uh, and users will be able to connect with a variety of wallets, uh, whatever chain that they are coming from, they'll be able to connect that type of wallet to be able to donate and contribute. Uh, and I think that's part of a broader thesis for this space. Um, I think the fragmentation that we see today is really just an evolution um, as things eventually coalesce and have better user experiences built around them. Uh, but this this idea of you know individual chains and this uh, this battle between chains, I think we're going to see this as much more of a crypto industry discussion um, that isn't so much part of the end user experience. Uh, and so with Angel, uh, we're building towards that future, right? We're going to have Juno. As our, our Cosmos IBC hub. Uh, we're going to have our EVM hub announced soon, uh, but actively building out for that. And uh, with that, we're going to be able to connect the two, offer one unified front-end experience, uh, be able to provide a variety of yields, both in terms of real-world asset yields, as well as DeFi crypto yields, um, and allow our users to have that experience without having to worry about the underlying complexity. Excellent. Thanks. Um, uh, as Chauncey said, if you have any questions, please uh, put your hand up and then uh, we can try and get uh, your question heard by everybody and um, hopefully answered. Um, uh, Chauncey, with, the, with regards to charities, the, um, obviously there was uh, the, the problem was with Terra. Um, what's the situation with charities now? Where, where are we with charities and the, and the, new, um, and the new marketplace and Angel Protocol going forwards? Yeah, so I've uh, been really, really thrilled with the overall um, 
feedback from our, our charity partners. They've been very supportive with us throughout this process. Uh, we have been in touch with them to get them um, signed up with wallets and have their uh, endowment set back up on Juno. And uh, right now we have 70 of our charities uh, set up to to be back on the marketplace um, out of the the remaining. So we have 165 total. Um, the others uh, we're just still working on uh, getting in contact with or having them create those wallets. Uh, but that outreach is going well overall. Um, so on launch, uh, we'll have about 70. And then uh, from there, I'm just continuing to to get people reset back up with their endowments as we're now live. Um, in terms of the charity funds, uh, luckily we were able to uh, recoup the majority of charity funds. Um, out of out of all the charities on Angel, uh, 97% have their funds uh, fully restored. Uh, some of the larger charities we're working with, um, and again, they're, they're very supportive of this overall journey and, and what's happened. Uh, and they are um, being compensated for what remains of some of their larger balances uh, over time here through things like our validators. Uh, and so just a quick shout out in terms of uh, the charitable validators we have set up. Um, we do have a validator on Juno as well as Kujira and on Terra. Uh, these validators are all set with 100% commission. Uh, that commission goes uh, directly to uh, charitable causes. And one of those is uh, restoring any remaining charity funds that were lost during the Terra collapse. So uh, again, you know, very grateful that we're able to, to fully restore funds 100% for 97% of those charities. Uh, and then really only a small handful that we've got good relationships with and are, are restoring the rest of their balances over time. Uh, but you can be part of that. You know, please uh, stake uh, to one of our charitable validators. Uh, you don't have to stake your full bag, um, but it's one way that you can direct yield to charity without giving up your actual principal. So, you know, if you want exposure to Juno, you want exposure to Kajira or Terra, uh, you can buy those, stake them with our validator, uh, maintain that asset exposure while uh, while donating all of the staking yield to to charities. Excellent. I think I think the validators are really um, something people should have a, a good look at on the on the website. Um, please do look at the news, uh, the news section. We'll have all the details about the different validators um, and uh, how, you can, how you can stake there as well. Uh, it really is a, a very important part of, of the future going forwards for, for the charities, um, as is the Angel Alliance. So I was just having a quick look. Well, I might hold on a little bit just to see if anybody from the Angel Alliance um, is going to uh, come on the call today. I know they're all very busy down in... Um, down in Colombia at Cosmiverse. Um, so we might be able to get some more information from, from the Angel Alliance. Um, always a, a really um, integral part to Angel Protocol. Um, one of the other things, other questions that has been asked, asked in a few different forums um, is about the, the future of the Halo token. The, the Halo token obviously was, was, was quite... Um, um, was quite visible uh, prior to the to the terror crash. So, you know, what what are the plans for for the Halo token, and um, what do people do if they have Halo tokens, you know, that were purchased before the crash, or you know, they've been holding them, or they they had them on one of the, the various methods of of uh, collecting them. Well, what should they do? Yeah, so uh, it's very important for us to take care of everyone who was uh, supporting Angel Protocol uh, previously. Um, and all Halo holders will be compensated one for one uh, when we relaunch the token. Um, the token uh, likely will not relaunch until sometime in 2023. Um, so we'll have more information on that when available. Uh, but really, our development efforts are, are mainly focused on uh, launching and adding functionality to the main protocol before reintroducing the token token. Um, with that said, uh, there's no action required for any Halo holders. Um, and regardless of, of what state your Halo was in, uh, you know, whether you were holding it, whether you were LPing it, whether it was vesting with Starterra or Apollo, uh, staked, unstaked, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, we got a complete snapshot of, of all Halo uh, just, uh, just prior to the actual collapse. Um, so holders will be made whole based on, on that snapshot. Excellent, thanks. And um, the the advice, if people are able to trade it in some way, is not not to trade at all for the old Halo. 
Uh, yeah, I, I will. I will refrain from providing any advice one way or another. Um, the the point for us is we are no longer supporting or paying attention to to any trading of Halo on Terra Classic. Uh, Angel Protocol um, is unable to to support Terra Classic, uh, and our snapshot is based on the snapshot just prior to the actual crash. Um, so any actions taken on Halo uh, from this point forward um, are are not recognized or um, supported by by angel protocol yeah oh, brilliant Thank, thanks to um one of the other things that was um or the aspects of angel protocol which was re- again really important was the restore earth program um are there any plans to do similar things to, to restore earth in the future um I, similarly with ukraine and um also on a slightly different Attack with regards to the support that was given to the Philippines that were unfortunately have been hit by another uh, typhoon again already. Um, but are there any plans to do anything like that again? And then are there any plans to do anything like the, the Galactic Angels? What's, what's going on with Galactic Angels? Or, um, uh, you know, what are the plans for those? What are the plans for NFTs? So two, two questions there, really. Um, what are the plans for any large appeals? And what are the plans for NFTs and Galactic, Galactic Angels? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, in terms of acute fundraisers or or thematic uh, fundraising campaigns, uh, certainly, uh, really, most of our campaigns have been driven from community demand. Um, Typically, our our fundraising campaigns are because there is some outswelling of uh, concern or support from our community around different uh, events happening around the world. Um, and so oftentimes, you know, it's it's best just to raise the types of fundraisers you'd like to see uh, within our Discord or on Twitter. Uh, and we try and uh, keep a, a close ear to, to what the community is looking for. Um, so really, re- we respond to where we're needed in that regard. Uh, but yes, um, I think the, the shorter answer would be we do plan to do additional uh, fundraising campaigns. Um, and we also plan to make this something that is effectively self-service. So uh, one thing with our fundraising campaigns is they're often a combination of multiple nonprofit organizations that are on Angel Protocol. Uh, And what we'd like to offer in the future is the ability for organizations to effectively create their own fundraisers like this. Um, So obviously, any charity or nonprofit that signs up for Angel Protocol receives their own fundraising page for free on the marketplace. Uh, But we'd like to offer in the future is the ability for uh, multiple organizations to get together to decide to fundraise together. Um, This is one of many ways we're trying to increase the direct connection and network uh, between both the nonprofit organizations as well as their supporters. Um, and so with this, uh, it'll allow uh, cause-aligned organizations to team up and say, hey, you know, I think that we can do more together than we can separately. Uh, and let's, uh, let's do a fundraiser for XYZ and then uh, allow them to effectively create a templated fundraising page that allows multiple organizations to coordinate together and pool their support base and really reach more, more voices that way. Um, so that's something I'm excited about in the future with that. And uh, I will also speak to the NFT aspect of things. Um, so to to the kind of connection here, right, uh, with the Restore Earth campaign, one of the success catalysts there was our usage and partnership with uh, successful NFT projects. So uh, by partnering with Galactic Punks um, and, and uh, them generously agreeing to create a new collection uh, for the Restore Earth campaign, Uh, We were able to um, reward NFTs for different tiers of donation uh, with different rarity levels. Um, And it was uh, tremendously successful. Uh, It it generated a lot of interest and activity uh, around the campaign. And uh, any ways that we can continue to use that kind of uh, engagement and gamification uh, to to better charity and social impact as a whole um, is something that we're eager to do. So with Galactic Angels specifically, um, they have been migrated over to Polygon. Uh, they will continue to serve as the really original flagship collection for uh, Angel Protocol. Uh, but we have a lot of other plans in the works. Um, So we are currently working with an artist on a uh, new NFT collection that will be released in the future. 
Um, there will be benefits for Galactic Angel holders related to this new collection, and it will be also available for public mint. Um, and while I don't want to share too many details on that, um, the idea generally is that it will uh, be themed with different groups of the uh, UN Sustainable Development Goals, so effectively cause-based, um, and have different uh, different types of um, evolving angels uh, that you can uh, you can buy. <laughs> kind of the the baby version of one um, and then with different uh, charitable activities on chain and participation in the broader um, you know nonprofit and and uh, impact uh, ecosystem for angel protocol uh, can actually evolve those nfts over time um, and so this is one way of tying into you know reputation uh, action activity based uh, rewards for nfts and going a step beyond the typical pfp collection to have something that that represents unique actions that you alone are taking and earning based on uh, your participation in the, in the overall ecosystem. So um, one one thing that's really big for us at Angel Protocol is intentionality, right? We, we don't like to just uh, spray and pray or just do things for the sake of doing them. Uh, we like to think through the why and the how. And so for us, this new NFT collection will be, you know, a way to uh, reward current uh, Galactic Angel holders, uh, but also ensure that the NFTs that we're releasing are are based on a bigger purpose, which is really driving activity, fundraising, energy towards uh, not only nonprofits, but also the uh, the social entrepreneurs and other types of impact organizations we'll be bringing on the platform. Excellent. And um, if people want to find out more about the uh, galactic angels or indeed a, a lot of um you know we want to take part in the community uh you want to hear a lot more about what's going on inside in the in the angel protocol world then the discord channel is the place to go so the angel protocol discord um and then there's a specific channel for galactic angels uh where all the announcements uh, you know will take place and you can you can take part in the galactic angel community so you know do head over to the discord community um and uh, and take part there um whilst uh, i just asked the next question if you can um, please have a, a think of any questions that you want to ask um it'd be great to, to hear from um other people just than me and chauncey um although probably then you'll hear from chauncey afterwards so you know please have a th have a think and if you have a question please put your hand up and um then we'll be able to take that and um answer whatever you need um, with regards to the NFTs, there's also all the instructions about the migration as well. So if you have got an angel protocol, sorry, if you have got a galactic angel NFT still sitting, um, still sitting around doing nothing, then there's all the information uh, in the Discord channel about how to migrate it to One Planet and Polygon as well. Okay. Now, Chauncey, you you were at um, Masari Mainnet last week. Um, was was there anything that really hit you from there uh, that is of importance for Angel Protocol or importance for the, for the audience to hear with regards to the way forwards? Absolutely. Uh, a lot of things, actually. Um, so Mainnet was a really, really good experience. Um, it stands out from a lot of the crypto events out there because it really is a high value on uh, the, the future of the space and a lot of the different thought leaders that are, are driving that forward and, and getting an understanding of, of where the market's going. And, I'm sorry, not market, the, the industry, because um, really it's completely distinct from the market. It's about what innovations are in the space, what's going to take the space to the next level. And so I was able to connect with a lot of people there um, that are going to be valuable in terms of Angel Protocol's future, as well as just understanding in general, you know, where things are going for all of us. Um, so one of the huge things is uh, the push for real world assets. So um, many of the the booths and and speakers were really focused on this idea of how we bring real world financial assets on chain. Uh, and some of this is, you know, obvious things people have thought about in terms of, you know, bringing equities on chain and tokenizing them and, and making that available to people. But what I'm more interested in, in terms of real world assets is bringing these other types of financial instruments on chain. 
right? So a lot of the DeFi space so far has been building financial tooling, um, all the things that we need to recreate a financial system. And what's been missing is the underlying real world value, right? And we saw in a very painful way how that all collapsed like a house of cards over the past few months. Now, with real world assets, I think that's what the DeFi space has been missing. Um, and it's uniquely exciting for Angel Protocol in particular. Uh, and so what do I mean by real world assets? Uh, I spoke to this a little bit with Goldfinch, um, just to, to speak to that example again, you know, they're bringing emerging market lending on chain. Uh, these are real world loans being made to real world entrepreneurs in emerging markets. Um, they are, you know, uh, assessed by a number of different risk assessment criteria, by actual traditional finance contacts. And, um, you know, I don't shy away from traditional finance or, you know, some level of sane regulation overall. I think that it is necessary in a certain way in terms of bridging the gap and bringing real value to, to real people, uh, frankly. And with that, um, things like emerging market loans are really exciting. Uh, again, they're ethos aligned for angel protocol. Um, but the whole industry has really picked up on the importance. So beyond Goldfinch, right, you have Maple Finance. Um, they're bringing the infrastructure tooling for any kind of uh, registered investment advisor to bring real world asset loans and, and markets on chain. Um, so it opens up this you know, multi-trillion dollar market of value uh, that the DeFi space has been lacking to date. Uh, and so at Mainnet, I was able to make connections with leaders in a lot of those different protocols. Uh, just got off a great call with Index Co-op or Index Coop. Uh, they do all types of different, you know, aggregation of yield products, uh, both in the DeFi space as well as the real world asset space. Um, so us, the, for us, that does a lot of the work of, uh, you know, kind of diversifying asset selection and improving the user experience for uh, our nonprofits and social entrepreneurs who will be using these as investment sources. So all of that was was very exciting as one thing. Um, also, there were a lot of different side events that were interesting. Um, and at the same time as Mainnet, there was uh, uh, some different UN uh, meetings and activities going on. So I was able to go over to an event uh, for, um, it was actually for African entrepreneurs and innovation. Uh, and it was about how we bridge the gap between kind of the, uh, the, the markets in the West and these different emerging markets in Africa. And the entire audience was exactly the types of uh, people who will benefit directly from what we're launching with angel impact funds. So a lot of the discussion that we've been talking about so far today has been around relaunching the charity marketplace and the status with charities and endowments. Um, and as it should be, because that's, you know, mainly what we're launching today in terms of our Juno relaunch. Uh, but what we're really excited about, in addition to that, is making that same kind of technology available to all types of change makers. Um, and so with Angel Impact Funds, uh, any social entrepreneur or, you know, different types of change makers can use our tools to fundraise, coordinate and invest. Uh, what does that mean? Um, if you are an entrepreneur in Ghana, you can use Angel Impact Funds to immediately set up an organization, um, you know, have a default multi-sig, have that governed by an existing token, uh, launch a new token that could potentially represent equity or investment in your company. Uh, you can then fundraise, uh, just like the nonprofits on our charity marketplace, you would instantly have a fundraising page available to you. And depending on the type of change-making endeavor you have, uh, you could either source donations or impact investment. Uh, and then from there, the funds you raise, you don't have to worry about treasury management because you can utilize the same yield sources we've built out for endowments on uh, different products like IndexCoop, Goldfinch, uh, and have access to a variety of both DeFi and real world yields to grow the funds that you raise. So with this toolkit, um, I was able to talk to people who are actively, you know, <laughs> either trying to raise funds for their startups or looking at how you can improve capital flow efficiency to emerging markets. Uh, and they were beyond excited for what we were building with Angel Impact Funds. Um, so I think that, you know, 
early product market fit feedback on that has been very, very positive, both there and in other venues. Uh, and I'm really excited for the, the improvements we can make in the world with this type of technology. Thanks, Chauncey. That's, uh, that's that's brilliant and really um, uh, really in, in depth on the on the benefits, especially of the um, angel impact funds. Um, if you do want more information about those, please go to angelprotocol.io. You can see on the new website all the information about um, uh, many of the things that that Chauncey has been talking about. And as I said before, please keep an eye on the news, uh, the news section. Uh, sign up so the news can be delivered directly um, to, to your emails, for example. Um, and you know, do keep in touch on on the way forwards. Um, you will also be able to register on the site. You, you know, if, if you're a charity, you'll be able to register on the on the, the site as well and go through the whole process. Um, uh, online, one of the things I've been really quite interested in, and as as we've been. Um, going through the relaunch of the new marketplace is the is the governance for for charities where where charities um and angel impact funds will be able to have uh, multi-sig capability so that uh, decisions that they take about what happens to the funds or um, various aspects of their site um will will need to you know pass governance proposals in their own particular uh, charity uh, one of the things I think as well that uh, you know going to have to definitely communicate out to, to charities over the next few days so that they'll be able to see how to take this forwards. Um, but uh, you know, I, I know, uh, especially um, just thinking in, in my UK situation, uh, charities need to make sure that all you know all of their withdrawals um, are multi-sig, you know, are signed by more than one person. And so that you know, I'm really excited to see how that work is. Cool. Um, has anybody got any questions that they want to ask? Anything that uh, either that you've heard anew, uh, such as, for example, the, the um, Angel Impact Funds, um, or anything that you just have burning inside you would like an answer to? If not, then we'll start uh, drawing drawing this to a close. Um, Angel Alliance, as I say, are all down in um, uh, the cosmoverse in Colombia at the moment i'm pretty sure that they'll uh, probably do some kind of ama after that event and give their feedback as well so do watch out for that um and keep a keep an eye out for that ama as well yeah uh, on that note um so yeah uh we've got both uh, amanda and trevor uh representing the angel alliance down in cosmoverse um, that was also one of the things I wanted to mention in terms of mainnet themes. Uh, so there was a lot of energy and buzz around Cosmos. Um, you know, a lot of people are are keenly looking at the Cosmos ecosystem in terms of how things are developing and how the app chain thesis plays out. Uh, and I had so many discussions with people just wanting to, um, you know, talk about what what the new l1 landscape will look like in the future and whether things will be winner take all or how things evolve and why um and there's just a lot of overall bullishness on on cosmos and, and how things are are developing there um so excited about having our ibc hub on juno uh really being at the forefront of that sort of cosmos um Cosmos Ascension. Um, so that was a whole interesting thing. And I, I think that uh, uh, the whole Cosmoverse event going on right now in Medellin and Colombia is going to be uh, very interesting and exciting. Um, so eager to, to hear more what comes out of that. Uh, but just on the Angel Alliance overall, that was the other thing at Mainnet is uh, people were very excited about Angel Protocol. Um, people were also really excited about this idea of corporate social responsibility on chain um, and all the ways that we're, we're making that very easy. Um, and uh, particularly, people were um, pretty intrigued by the locked for good concept. Um, and we have a number of different protocols and, and partners that are interested in joining that program. Um, so again, just for anyone who's, who's not familiar with that, uh, it's really aligning incentives properly to allow protocols to be charitable with their native token treasuries. 
Um, so the issue you typically have is if you are, you know, a Uniswap, for example, and you're sitting on a large treasury, largely denominated in uni tokens, if you put up a governance proposal to your community to say, uh, let's donate a million uni tokens for social impact, um, that is almost always going to be voted no. Uh, because it involves market selling uni tokens, hurting the community, and the incentive alignment is just not there to encourage charitable action. So what we do at Locked for Good is we actually um, commit to protecting and compounding that principal donation over time. So if they donate a million uni tokens, our commitment becomes to permanently lock that up from supply. Uh, we will either stake it for governance yield or we will LP it for yield. Uh, we will compound 25% of that yield back into the position. Uh, we'll pay the other 75% out to charities on Angel Protocol. So when we do that, it actually, instead of market selling uni, uh, permanently locks up supply and uh, actually grows that over time while creating a new generative giving engine for charity. Um, and so that, I think, is going to be something that will be interesting uh, as we continue to expand that out and raise awareness around that. Uh, and some of the partners on the call today are actually members. So uh, shout out to Ceres, Terra Firma, uh, Capricious Sage um, as one of, uh, one of our LFG partners, um, very generously donating a portion of their initial token supply to uh, to social impact. So thank you very much for that and excited to see what we can do in the space overall with this. Yeah, I, I think for all the, the Angel Alliance partners, one of the things I'd also say uh, when, when, I, when I speak to charities is that the charities are always really interested to hear about the Angel Alliance. And they're, you know, for a lot of the charities, not, not all, but for a lot of the charities, the, the blockchain world is, is very new and sometimes quite threatening. And um, they, to, to hear of, of the Angel Alliance and of corporate social responsibility and of how uh, protocols are, are supporting their work uh, is, is really interesting. It's a, it's a, you know, they, they always want to hear more. Um, they're always very keen to, to engage more as well. Uh, I think that's one of the, the other things that has been clear over the last week or so. Uh, there's, there was a, a, a super report that came out about um, for nonprofits, um, how do you get a better relationship with your donors? And then how does that affect your future? And basically saying to nonprofits, you know, you, you need to work harder at, um, uh, at getting a better relationship with your donors, but it's a difficult thing to do. Um, so it's a bit of a catch 22 situation. And you know, one of, the, one of the, the, the benefits of working through Angel Protocol and through blockchain and building up relationships and transparency and involvement and governance and all those kind of things is that engagement increases. Um, the involvement of charities, of nonprofits and donors increases. It, it's, it's there you know, built into what's going, you know, to what's going on. So the initiatives of the Angel Alliance, the Locked for Good program, which is, which is uh, an incredible thing itself, um, uh, are, is, is all of really great interest to, to the charities. And uh, you, know, I, I, you know, I want to thank you on their behalf, the support, if, if you're a, um, an Angel Alliance member on the call at the moment, for the support that you give, uh, because they really do appreciate it. Um, we're not getting any questions, so presumably we're giving all the answers as we speak, uh, which is which is great in one way. Um, if you do have another question, uh, or if you do have a question, please ask away. Otherwise, we're drawing to the end. Okay, okay, we've got um, one person requested. Okay, Netrun, you're just about to be connected, so you can um, ask a question. Hey, thank you. So I just uh, popped this on the Discord chat as well, but. Um, I missed the very beginning, unfortunately. I'm curious whether the uh, new Angel Impacts funds are a viable alternative to traditional donor advised funds in which we can contribute one year and then later on direct the funds to the charity of our choice. Yeah, absolutely. So on multiple levels there. Um, so one, I will say that uh, actually donor advised funds are going to be one preset option of Angel Impact funds. Uh, similar to how nonprofit endowments are effectively just a preset option of an angel impact fund. Um, so with our, our preset donor advised funds, 
Uh, it'll be an automatic creation process that you can walk through um, where you'll be able to donate in uh, any assets that you'd like to start your own uh, digital donor advised fund. Uh, you'll be able to get an immediate tax receipt for the assets that you put in. Uh, and then there will be a restriction on the actual release of those funds that they have to go to uh, registered nonprofits on Angel Protocol. Um, and so with that, you can not only immediately create your own DAF and fund your own DAF, uh, but you can also grow assets within your DAF tax-free um, and then have that donor-advised fund restriction to ensure that it goes to charitable causes directly on-chain through Angel Protocol. Um, so I'm excited about that being available. Uh, and also more generally for Angel Impact Funds, uh, you're going to be able to use them for like impact funds overall. So one of our initial pilot cases is actually a impact fund called First Followers. And so they focus on um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and really trying to put um, diverse fund managers as the, the managers of their own funds. Uh, but they are an impact funding group. Um, they're going to be using angel impact funds to pool their funding and uh, and then deploy it uh, from there. Um, so whether you're looking to create your own donor advised fund or whether you're looking to pool either philanthropic or impact investing funds with others, uh, angel impact funds will absolutely be a vehicle for that. Fantastic. Thank you. And kudos to the team for their perseverance building this. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. We we're, we're loving every minute of it. Um, it was uh, a lot of a lot of valuable learning experiences over the past few months, and I really do think that Angel Protocols only become stronger for it. Thanks, Netrunner, and over to Capricious Sage. Hey guys, I uh, didn't actually know that this um, that this spaces was happening until I was sending uh, Chauncey a message about something, and went, I wonder why he's not responding. I'll go jump on Twitter. For, oh. Okay, that explains. <laughs> um, so we've we're just been going through and, um, and and setting up some some bits and pieces ahead of the uh, um, the the Juno launch there, and uh, it reminded me um, we're going through and checking everything with the 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 Juno validator for Angel Protocol, um, and I just wanted to jump on here and, and remind everybody else that uh, that it's there that it exists. Um, it's if you go into the uh, the list of Juno validators, it's under the inactive set at the moment. Uh, Angel Protocol, you can see it there with its little little logo. There is two that show there, not the one that doesn't have the logo, the one that does. Uh, desperately needing your um your, all of your your love in there, um, with a little bit of delegations toward it to help get it into the um, into the active set. Um, I'm not sure if any much of this was covered earlier on, but uh, the way that these ones work is that it is 100% commission, uh, which means that all the yield uh, goes directly um, to the um, the angel uh, charities. Uh, so, you know, if, if you've got a uh, thousand Juno that you're staking, you know, and you want to go, hey, look, I'd like to donate the the yield of of 10% of my Juno, um, you know, just redelegate that small portion. Um, you know, over to uh, over to Angel's uh, validator there, and uh, and together we can um, help get this one into the active set, and uh, and do some good. Love it. Thank you so much for the shout out. Um, and also, uh, you know, while we're here, I, I want to just uh, thank and call out uh, your team for saving our butts a little bit today. Um, and we, as we were preparing to launch, uh, we noticed that with the upgrade, up, upcoming Juno launch, a number of uh, LCD um, RPC providers were were dropping off there and. Uh, your team was able to immediately step in, uh, get those nodes spun up for us. So we have our LCD and, and RPC ready to go. Uh, and just want to say, you know, thank you very much for, for the rapid action and support there. Uh, and anyone looking for, you know, validator as a service across multiple Cosmos chains, uh, please, please uh, reach out to Wild Sage Labs. Um, they do amazing work. And, uh, you know, thank you for, for everything you do for Angel. No, worries, mate. Happy to help. Um, I, I wish I could take the credit, but that's the reason why I've got a wild communist. I just said, "Hey, Alex, guess what you're doing this evening?" 
<laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks very much. Um, I think we've just about come to the uh, to the end of the line then for the for the Twister Space today. Um, thank you very much for for joining us. Uh, just one last chance if you have a burning question you want to ask, you've got a couple of minutes to do so. Otherwise, um, we'll uh, wrap it up for tonight, and then we'll probably get back to the the usual um, uh, Twitter Space format in the, in a couple of weeks' time or so. No more questions. Okay, thank you very much. I don't know if you want to have a if you have anything else to say, Chauncey. Uh, nothing other than thank you. Um, thank you, everyone, uh, for tuning in for supporting us throughout this. Um, it's been a, a heck of a journey over the past year plus, and you know, it's just the the community and the connections made throughout it just um, make it all worth it. Make it all so real. Uh, so, thank you all for your support, and excited to to be relaunched and available again today. Great. So I'll just uh, wish you uh, um, either a good evening, good afternoon, good morning, or good night, whichever it is. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Angel Protocol 2.0 Launches over on Juno. Hosted by Tim Stirrup with Chauncey St. John. Recorded on Monday, September 26, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Well, we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two, help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Little den vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a face make a call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Channel Spaces